Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Elite. After a disappointing season that saw them finish bottom of the Elite League pile, Dundee Stars didn't waste any time in starting to prepare for the new season. Jeff Mason, their head coach and general manager, left the club in his replacement when announced a couple of days later, proved to be a popular choice. Mark Lefebvre led the Stars to the playoff finals, the zenith of his two-year stay between 2015 and 2017, and now he's back to try and restore Dundee's fortunes again. I caught up with him to find out about his plans for the team and what sort of coach he is now, six years on from his departure. You're listening to Elite. Mark, firstly, welcome to Elite. Now, if I'd said to you a year ago you'd be back as the head coach and the GM of the Dundee Stars, what would you have said to me? You never say never. You know, that's always been my motto on things. You just never say never. Uh, no matter what's gone on in the past or anything like that with with anyone personally or with any club or anything like that, you just uh, you never close any door. So why was a return to Tayside the right move for you then? Well, he offered me everything I kind of wanted. Um, you know, I want to be back in charge of signing my own players again. I didn't have that luxury the last few seasons, and especially in Denmark and France, where it's uh, very sports manager, GM driven, where they sign all the players for the coaches and that, and you're kind of stuck with what you have. And I wanted to have more of a managerial role as well. And uh, I'm looking to get out of coaching at some point uh, down the road, uh, obviously not in the near future, but, you know, in the next 10 years or so. And, and I want to move into more of a managerial hockey operations uh, role with, with the club. And uh, this is a good step forward with that. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like a natural progression. You go from coaching onto into the GM role. We, we've seen that in this league a lot. I think Ryan Finnerty is probably the, the most recent case of that too. So what is it about doing coaching for so long and then looking to a managerial role? What what, what brings that about? Well, it's less gray hairs, I think, and less stress maybe behind the bench. And, uh, you don't go but... any. <laughs> <laughs> I live a very stress-free life. Let's, let's say I live in Florida. So what do you expect? Right. So, <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I think it's just a natural progression for a lot of coaches. Some, some coaches are lifers behind the bench and they love it. Some, and they hate the managerial stuff. I love it. I absolutely love, uh, you know, doing all the managerial stuff and, and signing players and talking to agents and recruiting and, and doing all sorts of that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just a natural progression for myself. 
Now, first question we've got for you from the fans. Richard Smith uh, tweeted us to ask, how easy or otherwise was the decision to return to Dundee? Well, my history with the club, obviously, that made it easier uh, for me to come back. My relationship with the wards and, uh, you know, pretty much the success we had the first time around. And, you know, I had other options to go to um, in other countries. I could have stayed in Chamonix as well. Um, but I was looking for, like I said, looking for move things along with the, with my own career as well, and and especially in that managerial role of signing my own players again, and and having to save the budgets and and all the structure and setting up friendlies, all that fun stuff uh, behind the scenes, and uh, so it made sense for me to come back. As you've alluded to, you've had two years with the Stars previously between 2015 and 2017. You got them to their first playoff finals weekend um, just before you left that first time around. So at this stage of your life and your career, how much do you consider this a fresh challenge, even though you've been there before? Well, it's there's always a challenge every year, whether you stay there or not. And um, obviously this team in the club didn't have a great year last year. Or they didn't... Uh, generate the same success they had this from the season before in Pashas last year. And uh, they're kind of the same situation uh, that they were in when I first took over to roll many years ago. Um, they were at the bottom of the table and I and I came in and tried to turn things around as best as I could. But off the ice, they seem to be in a great place um, right now, especially fan-wise and sponsorship-wise. So that's going to make my job easier, obviously, uh, with having great fans in the building. And uh, But like I said, there, there, there's challenges all the way along. Um you know, whether in first place or last place or mid-table, there's going to be challenges all the way. So what have you been up to in the last six years since we last saw you on, on this side of the pond? Well, I took an opportunity to come back and see things in, in North America. And um, obviously I got a great role in Cincinnati and Orlando and the East Coast Hockey League. I got to go to NHL camps, American League camps, rookie development camps, uh, you know, a lot of networking with NHL teams and working with their prospects and, um, you know, I loved every minute of that. That was a great thing for me and great for my development as well. And But then at the end of it, uh, after my second year of doing that, um, you know, I want to get back to being a head coach. Uh, it took a little bit longer looking for a job. It's a, it's a crazy market for coaches um, every summer. And uh, I finally got the job in Denmark. Uh, I was there for a better part of two years and uh, with a great club, uh, the people of Odense and um, the club overall, it was a great experience, great people there. And um, after two years there, I went to the Chamonix, a new challenge in France. And uh, again, same thing, great people, great city I lived in, great organization. Um, so, you know, again, it's new challenges everywhere. Um, but, you know, you can always come home like I am here with Dundee. So it's uh, it's been a whirlwind of adventures uh, the last six seasons. I think I'm a better coach for it, a better person, uh, uh, more mature, uh, both off on the ice and off the ice. And, um, and, and I'm excited to return. So tell us about the culture, particularly in Denmark and France. Um, obviously, I think on a par with the UK in terms of the standard of the league, you can maybe argue France and Denmark are maybe a little bit better. But how did you find the culture over there and working, again, in countries where you're maybe not familiar with the language and things like that? How did you find that? Well, when I got to Denmark, I I was a little bit afraid because I I've, is a Scandinavia. I've never been to Scandinavia before. I was worried about the language barrier, but it turned out everyone spoke English brilliantly. <laughs> Uh, I think it's I think it's mandated they have to start learning English by the eighth grade there. So uh, everybody was very friendly. Uh, it wasn't too much of a culture shock at all. Um, great people, like I said, and great organization to work with. And they made my transition there very easily. And obviously going to France, uh, very cultured people there. Uh, love their wine, love their bread and cheeses and that. So, um, so it, again, it was another great cultural experience on and off the ice as well. 
So what are Dundee stars getting from Mark Lefebvre in 2023 that's different from the Mark Lefebvre who left in 2017? Well, I think I'm more mature and uh, more, I don't even know what the word is, just, just a more mature coach overall and more patient coach. And, uh, you know, before in the past, I used to rush the sign players and I always end up getting a bidding war against myself. And uh, now I've learned to be more patient in signing players. And, and that's what I've been stressing here in the last little bit here since I've taken the job again is stress patience, especially the signing players. There's, there's so many great players available that we want to make sure we get the right people. And I just think just more, um, more game management, more delegation, more everything. I, I learned a lot, especially being back in North America um, and obviously those two adventures in other countries in Denmark and France and see how they do things. And, and uh, it's really helped me a long way, both uh, on the ice and off the ice. That's right. I would say it certainly helped the contacts book as well. It would be a lot bigger since uh, you were last here as well. Oh, definitely. I, just, uh, I was talking to a couple of guys in the American League just now that I would never have had their contacts before if I didn't take that venture back to America. So it's a... Uh, it was great for networking that way and then having contacts, uh, you know, even if I met the person four years ago. Um, so keeping contact with them and uh, talking about players and different techniques and different strategies and systems and that. It's just, uh, it's just good to talk hockey with different people and get their philosophy on things. And I also noted that the reception you've had from the fans online since your announcement has been has been very positive. And that has got to please you. Um, and a reflection of the work you did before at the club. Yeah, it's been a warm welcome from everybody. I don't, uh, I really don't read that stuff too much anymore. I, that's another thing, probably. Again, I don't really <laughs> dwell, uh, delve too much into the social media stuff and in uh, interactions and that, but um, like I used to. But uh, but yeah, it's been a warm welcome. Everyone from the, that's new at the club and old at the club and fans that were there before and new fans and uh, people around the league. So it's been great to come back. Yeah, in my experience, social media does give you grey hair. Just look at me now. <laughs> so I know you've watched the club and the league from afar while you've been away. In particular, Dundee Stars, of course, six years on. Omar Pasha and Jeff Mason have held the role you once held. What have you made of the, the team and the club's progress in that time you've been away? Well, off the ice, they've come a long way. Uh, just look at the new sponsors. You look at the, the buildings full. When I look at the highlights and everything like that, it's uh, it's a great reception for the players and for the, the club in general. And um, they're slowly taking over Dundee, I think, from the two football clubs. So it's uh, it's great to see that progress off the ice. And I think Pash did a remarkable job, and uh, he needs to be commended for that. Obviously, off the ice or on the ice, excuse me, they've, they've come ways too. And uh, you know they got a little bit better each year under Pash, and they finally culminated that with a great semifinal appearance uh, two years ago in Nottingham. Last year, obviously, they took a bit of a step back, uh, as we saw with the results and. Uh, unfortunately, things didn't work out for Jeff, but um, you know, hopefully, we're on our way forward here again. Now, you've already talked about being a GM, and you see that as the as the natural progression in your career. But again, going back to from a Dundee point of view, Omar's brought that on off the ice. He's he's brought the, the club to people's attention in the city of Dundee. How do you keep that going? That particular challenge of of maintaining that, and dare I say, increasing that. Well, it's meeting with people one on one. It's just not about uh, sending an email or a text. You gotta be very personable with people, and then getting out in the community and talking to people face to face, get them excited about the ice hockey, and then uh, keeping a tradition. I think that uh, the passion started and getting bums on seats. And but the main thing, the big thing, I think, is is making sure you have an entertaining product for them to come and enjoy as well. Um, you know, they don't want to have come and watch a 10th place team and team that's born every every night. Uh, they want to have an exciting, fast paced team that's on the ice it's 
that's going to excite the fans and give them a reason to come um, to the game as well. It's just not about, um, you know, just coming to watch a game. They want to be entertained as well. And, uh, you know, especially now with the economy right now as it is, uh, there's not a lot of disposable income for people. So you have to give them a good reason to come and spend their hard-earned money because we're in competition with so many things, whether it's, like I said, the two football clubs or it's just a night out to movies or going to a restaurant for a meal. They, you know, there's a lot of other options for people to have, and we want them. We want the stars to be the number one option for them. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply all right jeff basin uh, was your predecessor just left the position before you you returned have you had a chance to have a have a talk with jeff about the team about things just to give yourself the lay of the land again as you prepare to to return here no, I haven't personally t- spoken to Jeff. I've talked to everybody else around the club that that's staying, um, and then who I wanted to stay as well, and um, and just to see what happened last season and where we can correct things. And um, you know, I think we got, we're on the right path right now. We're amending the mistakes of last season. And uh, you know, if, if I do have questions for Jeff, I'll definitely reach out. But uh, right now, I'm just doing my own homework on on whether it's a player or or things that happened last season. And we were talking about this before we started recording. You've had various spells in this league as a player and a, and as a coach. So what is it about the elite league that keeps luring you back? Well, you can always go home, right? So it's uh, <laughs> it's like a second home for me, basically, this league. And, uh, you know, I love my time. You know, it started when I was you know, 21. I'm aging myself now with Sheffield. And, you know, I've played for some great clubs. I've, I've worked at some great clubs. And um i think the fan interaction too is, is great it's uh you gotta live with the highs and lows of, of, of a fan base as well and i just think uh it's just a great league overall i think it doesn't get a good word around europe like it should i think this is a better league than most people are giving it credit for um obviously with the number of imports it helps out as well but um I, I just think it's a great league for everybody to come and enjoy that leads me nicely to my next question in general how do you feel the league has evolved in the last six years well, it's it's nice to see a club like Guildford do so well, especially this year. A new, I guess they're new guys uh, in the in the league, and that you like that. You know, Coventry is getting back to their old ways, like they used to have. You saw how they did well on the table this year, and um, it's it's nice. It's just the league's growing, whether it's on the ice, on the ice or off the ice. It's it's just good to see the stability and, and its growth, and um, it's nice to see. You know, from afar, you see that and. Um, just the interaction with with everybody and the fan interaction and the, and you look at the rosters for each team. The players are getting better and better, and the product's getting better and better each season. So now that you're older, more experienced, mature, to borrow the word you used earlier, do you approach your second spell in Dundee differently than maybe you did the first time around? Well, it's like anything. You know, 
like I said before, I'm, I've learned to be more patient, uh, waiting for players and making sure we get the right people. I, I think I almost, I pretty much got it right. I think for the most part, the first time around, but uh, I, I still think we, to be able to progress after last season, we have to be patient again and, and wait for that. And obviously I, the only thing I probably haven't matured on is yelling at the referees. I, I think still think the referee is going to hear a, a few words from me this season, but uh, I, I know Toby's going to get a few bit uh, at some point this season, I'm sure. But, um, you know, it's just a matter of, of making sure we do things right, the right way here at Dundee. And, um, you know, we want to be a top club again. Like, it, you know, I've been stressing, yeah, the league is, is the most important thing. I know I understand that. that would, that's what make our league uh, unique to most leagues. Uh, but for us, it's making the playoffs to get into that top eight and, um, you know, winning the playoffs. You know, that's our goal. So as we speak, Dryden Dow is the first name down for next season following his announcement earlier in the week. So how far on are you with recruitment already? Well, we've got a bunch of players signed that are going to be announced here in the next couple of weeks. Um, and uh, so we're, we're starting that process pretty well off the bat there that I wanted to get done. I wanted the players back that I wanted uh, from last season. Obviously, there's going to be major changes, uh, both with Brits and imports. So uh, we're getting there. We're taking names all the time. I'm, I'm on the phone constantly all day, watching video of players. Um, you know, so it's it's a long road between now and September uh, before the drop of the puck. So uh, we're going to be patient here and make sure we get the right people. And Dryden Down in particular, he's been around the club for a long time. So how important was it to keep that um, that consistency with, with a guy like him who, who who's lived and breathed the club the last few years? Well, from my understanding, he's basically a Dundonian now. So it's um, so he's important to the club. He's a great leader on and off the ice, uh, especially that passion's past brought him in. And, um, you know, he's part of that successful team two seasons ago that got to the semifinals, and he was one of the big reasons for that. So um, it, it's good. To, it's very important for me to bring a guy like that back uh, and and feel get the feel for the club of what's gone on here the last few seasons since I've been gone. And he's going to be a good sounding board for me uh off the ice as well. And does your dog ag- agree with that one? Apparently, he wants to go out, apparently. So it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the right, boss. He's we'll, the boss. He's himself. the boss. Right. We won't keep him too long then. So, a couple of fan questions. Andrew Davids, other than running four lines as noted in a previous interview, he says, What are your plans for the upcoming season in terms of import use and goalie setup? Well, touch on the four line hockey. I think it's so important now, especially in this league as it's growing. You look at the top teams, you look at Belfast, you look at Cardiff, you look at Sheffield. Um, they run four lines all the time. Um, and so you look at the travel, there's a lot of back to back games. So if you're going, if you're, if you're playing Cardiff on a Saturday night, turn around, come all the way back and play in Dundee on a Sunday against a four line team like Sheffield, it's a, important to me that we have that kind of depth that we can match that, play that four line hockey injuries, fatigue, all that kind of stuff. Over a long season like we have in the Elite League, you got to make sure you have depth in your roster. Um, in terms of how we're going to run things, you know, listen, guys are going to earn their ice time. You know, we're planning to go with a full import quota. The Brits are a big part of it. They're, they're a big part of the fabric of, of any organization. Um, and we're not going to have success if we don't have the proper Brit players and they play regular minutes for us as well. Um, and it goes back to our, my depth uh, that we want for our top for four lines and, and six defensemen. Um, in terms of how we're going to go goalies, one Brit and, and one import. That's how we're going to run it. Um, it's performance based. You know, it's it's like anything. Um, you know, you need two goal, goalies to win uh, in any in any uh, level of ice hockey. So we're going to have to run you know two solid goalies and then have faith in both of them. 
Another one, it's uh, Spike Fulgannon. What's the plans for the team? I think you've kind of covered that already. Um, like his old stars teams with a good mix of toughness and skill. Can we see that again? Oh, definitely. I think, you know, the way ice hockey is going, there's just so much sp- speed, so much skill right now in the game. Um, but there's still that element of physicality that you need to have to, to win in the, in ice hockey. And we plan to have an element of both. Um, it's like, that's how like my team's built. Um, but it's different from the days before where you can't just have slugs rolling around the ice and that can't play and uh, taking up an import spot. Your guys who are tough and physical need to be able to play as well and contribute as well. So we got to make sure we have those right guys for those roles as well. Couple more from me before we finish. Now that you're returning to Scotland, what are you looking forward to about coming back to Scotland? Any food or anything, any place in particular you're you're looking forward to reacquainting yourself with? I won't name any spots because I don't want anybody showing up there. But, uh, <laughs> um, but it's unfortunate that Edinburgh is not in the league anymore because I was looking forward to Bob Bag of the Week uh, on Mondays. You know that was the one thing from social media I enjoyed uh, every Monday from uh, Cavs Banter Army, but. Uh, <laughs> But, I, you know, I'm just looking forward to seeing the people again. And, and, you know, Dundee was great to me the first time around. And I'm looking forward to making more memories the second time. And I've got to ask you, those of you who know you know of your love for football, particularly Rotherham United, who are deep in a relegation battle in the English Championship, the second tier league. So will you now adopt Dundee or Dundee United on your return to the city? It's funny, I'm now a season ticket holder for Orlando City in MLS. So that's kind of like my, my main team right now. The Rotherham's always going to have a place in my heart. They're number one, <laughs> but still now I'm focused on Orlando city and us doing well in the, in the MLS. So it's uh, I'm very fortunate that we have a, we have a great team here in Orlando to support. But uh, as far as the WD teams, I don't want to split our fan base against me. So, um, <laughs> so I won't be, I'll go to each stadium to make it fair for both sets of fans and watch a match. But uh I'm not going to side with either one. That was Mark Lefebvre, back in charge as head coach and general manager of the Dundee Stars. But before we go, it's time for some elite news. Great Britain's World Championship preparations continued in fine form as they defeated Hungary 7-4 in another positive performance in Milton Keynes on Tuesday. GB were a goal down when Robert Dowd struck to equalise in the early stages of the second period before adding a second to put the national team in front. Hungary hit back with three goals in the space of just over 10 minutes to open up a 4-2 lead, but another from Dowd completing his hat-trick started the road back for GB. Ben Davis equalised early in the third period as the Brits found another gear, with Liam Kirk on a 5-1-3 power play, then Robert Lakovic both adding further markers to make it a 6-4 lead, with Kirk adding his second and empty net goal to round off the scoring. Mike Hammond also enjoyed a good night with five assists to his name. Post-game, two-goal hero Liam Kirk admits after starting the game slowly, the team soon found their rhythm and was pleased to see the goal shared around the team. I think we were flat, had some heavy legs for sure, and you know, a long week training camp and two games and stuff like that. But um, yeah, we bounced out well, and I think you know we showed our resilience. Um, we were great on the in the special teams, and um, we got the job in the end. It's nice to have you know some, some depth on the offense, and it's good to be in these situations where you know it's a goal up, a goal down, two goals up, two goals down, certain things like that. And you know, to have some special teams battles, it's it's good for us and in preparations for the for the upcoming tournament. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been good. After the first of the two games against Hungary, it's been announced that eight players have been released from the training camp. Injuries to Kieran Brown and Brandon Whistle mean they will no longer play a part in the World Championship campaign, while Ben Davis, Sam Duggan, Sean Norris, Ross Venus, Josh Patch and David Clements have also left the camp. 
with further announcements to come ahead of the start of the tournament this Saturday. In signing news, Sheffield Steelers have announced the return of netminder Matt Greenfield for a second season with the club, who has agreed to another year's deal. The 28-year-old was voted Player of the Year by fans, players and the coaching staff at the club, as well as the league's best goalie by elite league coaches. He played 67 times in Orange last season, picking up eight shutouts and posted a save percentage of 91.74% across all competitions. He told the Steelers website, I had options, but after this incredible experience in Sheffield and how well I was treated by the club and the fans, it wasn't that tough of a decision to return. I spoke with Aaron Fox and the deal didn't take too long to work out. And that's your Elite News. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My thanks to Mark Lefay for his time on this podcast and there's more to come from the GB camp as we build up to the start of the World Championship Division 1A on Saturday, so listen out for those. In case you've missed them, commentator Ed Kimberley joined us to look back on the GB games with Latvia on our Monday review, plus Ben Lake guested to talk GB and his reflections on Belfast Giants' Grand Slam success. If you're looking for tickets for the World Championships, get yourself on to the Ice Hockey UK website where you can find all the information you need. For us, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Elite IH and like Elite Podcast on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe and download now from your preferred podcast provider, including Spotify, Amazon and Apple, and new episodes will drop as and when they're ready. Thank you very much for listening and I'll return with another episode soon. Elite Hockey, Elite Listening. Bye for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.